Hey, hey homos. homos, and welcome back to season three of Happy Healthy Homo. I'm Joel. I'm Keegan. And we are partners. Boyfriends. Boyfriends. Oh. Some people don't like that. No, they don't like boyfriends. They prefer partners. Mm. I mean, I have no preference. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, but it is season three. We have taken a week off last week. You yeah. may have missed us. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I um, hope you did. But we are back. You know, as always, the aim of the podcast is to empower gay men to build happy, healthy lives. And we know there's lots of people who watch or listen to the podcast who yeah. aren't gay. So you honorary homos, yeah. you're very welcome. We want, want to empower you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I read an email this morning from one of our listeners who is an 82-year-old woman who was watching our podcast when her grandchildren walked in, like really young, like five and seven, and she was saying, we were talking about marriage, and apparently her grandchildren were like, oh, if they love each other, and they like, why don't they just get married? And she was like, the thing that I took from that was how nice it was that they didn't even mention gender. They weren't confused, like lots of conservatives no seem to think with kids are con- confused by these things. It's like, no, they're not. They're only confused if you make them confused. Yeah. Just... Which I thought was A, very sweet, and B, an 82-year-old grandma listens to Happy Healthy Homer. Shout out to 82-year-old. Yeah. Thank you for watching and listening. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're back for season three. I've got new season, new haircut. <laughs> I thought you were going to do your nails. If you're watching, Keegan put his hands up to his head, but I thought he was showing off his nails. Uh, no, my nails are as always. <laughs> um, but yeah, new haircut. It looks good. Yeah, I've... And you've dressed up for the occasion, Keegan. I've got Joel said this off camera. Yep, he's he's wearing jeans. I do sometimes wear jeans. <laughs> I feel like lots of the time you turn up in trackies. I, I so do. thank you for dressing up I, for us and all the viewers. I, I, I believe in comfort more than speed. <laughs> speed. Yeah, com- I'm built for comfort, not speed. Oh, I see. Yeah, fine. But also, I do dress up nice on occasion. You do. I've been known to. <laughs> I just like that for me and you. If either of us wears jeans, we're always like, "Oh, you look nice," because <laughs> we're always wearing shorts or trackies, pajamas or trackies. Yeah, or trackies, yeah. I literally was wearing faded blue jeans the other day, and King was like, "You look nice," and I was like, "What? Uh, how do I look different?" He was like, "I think it's the jeans." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I went for I went for a haircut, fresh trim before recording. And I said to Declan the barber, I think I'm going to get a buzz cut. And he said, okay. And he said, yeah, we'll just go with as long as possible Mm -hmm. and then we can see what it's like. When it's that, he said, I think you're going to look good. So I said, yeah, let's go for it. We went for it. I did the first bit. And I kind of saw him visibly relax. (laughs) And he said... I think it's going to look good, you know, and I went, so you didn't think it was going to look good, is it? I'll be honest. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Was it? <laughs> See, I thought Keegan, Keegan has mentioned about getting a buzz cut before and then he texted me saying i've just had it done and i was like you're lying and then i went in for my haircut and he was like oh have you seen keegan's hair yet and i was like no i haven't been home i thought he i thought it was a lie and he was like no i did buzz because we have the same barber he was like i did uh did cut all his hair off and yeah. i was like oh, okay yeah joel said send me a photo and i was like no you can see, it in, see person. it in the flesh and then i came in and i didn't even notice and you're like what about my hair and i was like oh yeah people are going it's not that much short keegan but it is it yeah. is a good bit shorter yeah uh, well, I like it. Exci- excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. I can't believe we're on season three already. The podcast hasn't even been going a year at yeah. this point. And we're already on season three. Already on season three. And we still haven't run out of things to talk about, which is good. Not yet. And we're changing the format a little bit this season. Yeah. Because we dabbled with guests mm-hmm. last year. Let me tell you guys, uh, and I'm just being transparent here as I try to always be, getting guests is a pain in the ass. It's like yeah. herding cats. Um, so, But we said from the off, if you've been with us from season one, you'll remember that we said that we wanted to get your voices and people on. But we don't want to, we didn't want to do Zoom podcasts. Yeah. Because it's, I hate Zoom. it's very, very Panny D. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very 2020. Yeah. So. What we've done is, and you're going to see this as we go through this episode, we've asked you guys to send us in questions about the topics that we're going to be speaking about. So we're going to be talking about red flags when it comes to dating. Yeah. And we asked people to send in some questions or some statements or about the particular topic. And we're going to do that going forward. But if if you do want to get involved, then you can email us. Yeah. com. The best place to see what we're doing is to our stories on social media, so on Instagram or TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to get as many faces and voices yeah. on as we can. So we're going to get like 30-second clips of you guys, and then yeah. it gives us something. We're able to talk to you then. It's an interactive And we can get podcast. a more diverse range of voices on the podcast that yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, so if you do want... if You're going to see this format as the episode goes on, but if you want your voice heard, then the next episode we'll be recording is going to be all about travel and so if you can get in any questions or comments or statements about how you feel traveling abroad how much do you take into account gay friendly areas are you worried to go to places that are not as gay friendly do you do pdas when you're abroad exactly are you worried about have you had any issues with booking rooms with a partner or anything at all and it it doesn't have to be bad stuff it can be good stuff but if you can keep it to under 30 seconds in length film it in portrait mode on your phone and then email it to us hello at happyhealthyhomo.com then you can be featured in that episode yeah behind the scenes harry will get you on yeah Uh, he's the gatekeeper so (laughs) (laughs) and talking of gatekeepers people who look after us this episode is a paid partnership with better help so if you want to give BetterHelp a go, you can get 10% off by clicking the link that's in the podcast notes on your first month. You know the aim of the podcast is, I mean, the clue's in the name, right? Happy, healthy, mm-hmm. homo, and health is physical, but it's also mental. Yeah. I've done 
a load of therapy yeah. in my life, and I think it's been one of the biggest things that's moved the needle from it. I have worked with BetterHelp before, yeah. which is good because there might not be a therapist that's relevant for you or you connect with in your area, mm-hmm. and you can you can do it over the the ether. Yeah, uh, and it's it's therapy in general has been really good. BetterHelp's great. Yeah, um, yeah. I think what I I've had a therapist in the past and then struggled with it i sort of stopped doing it because i was like oh i don't think she's the right fit for me and that was not through better help but what i like about better help is that you can try out different therapists yeah. it's not a big deal to go actually i didn't quite vibe with that therapist so mm-hmm. let me try someone new next time whereas that's what stopped me i think from getting therapy again is going oh well i'm gonna have to like trawl through a big directory of names and get yeah. in touch with loads of therapists whereas better help have it all under one roof yeah therapy's like reading like if someone says to me I don't like reading, it just means that they've not, not found, the, found right the right book. And I think therapy is the same. So if you don't know what BetterHelp is, BetterHelp is a platform that will connect you with credentialed therapists that are relevant to you. So for example, when you sign up, you'll fill out a questionnaire about your needs and what you're after, and they will connect you with a relevant therapist. The also the good thing about it, which you've already touched on, Keegan, is that you can do it via phone, you can do it via video message, or you can just do it via messaging. If you're sort of at the stage, that is a really good part of better help because sometimes yeah. you don't need a full therapy session no you just need to soundboard something with your therapist mm-hmm. or uh, or if you feel nervous about getting on a video chat like yeah. you could start by dipping your toes in texting your therapist and then maybe you'd be brave enough to sort of escalate it to a phone yeah. call if to you're a anything video. like me you're terrified of a phone call so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, that, and that is a beauty of, of better help you can do it on your terms whereas therapy can in-person therapy can, can feel quite um it can feel quite confrontational sometimes, yeah. even though it's not, but it can feel that. And, and the thing is, people spend hours in the gym, hours searching diets and nutrition and things like that. It's definitely worth spending an hour on your mental health mm-hmm. every single week. So if you want to give BetterHelp a go, you can get 10% off by clicking the link that's in the podcast notes on your first month. Um, okay, well, now that we've done all of that, on with the show. I love calling it a show. <laughs> on with the on show. On with the show, Jazz Hands. What are we talking and about don't today? don't spare the horses. <laughs> um, red flags. Red flags in dating and relationships. Red flag. I'm not a walking red flag. Joel Red Flag Wood. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me get up my laptop here because we've we've written down some red flags and we have a video message from one of our viewers with a question relating to red flags when dating. But we'll come on to his question a little bit later. So these are things that we've uh, put together ourselves. We have scoured our emails as well. And yeah, people have been sending stuff in for helpful, for helpful homo as well as for the main podcast. Yeah. And so we're going to decide, along with you guys, hopefully you can leave a comment if you're on YouTube, about are these actually red flags or are they green flags? Okay. Or beige flags? Well, I've not seen any of these, so this is okay. completely new to me. I, just a little bit of peek behind the curtain. I'm the ideas guy. No, you're not, Keegan. <laughs> Keegan has taken very little interest in prepping these first four episodes and left it all to me. That's and a- then we've sat down here and he's gone, oh, it's not it's- been done my way. And I'm well, like, I gave well, very specific, very specific instructions. This is how we, it should be. Right? This is what. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have gone to your piano lesson idea- this morning. Because I'm the ideas guy. Yeah, I went to my piano lesson. God, God left for- me in Starbucks God doing all the prep. that I tried to better myself. God forbid. <laughs> Happy, healthy piano playing homo. Piano playing homo. And when we came to do this, yeah. Joel had done half a job. Uh, and Harry as well. And then I put it together 
I've put it together, Joel, and is it now right and ready to go? No. No, actually, <laughs> You're just saying all no. of this content is me. Anyway, let, we'll obtuse. have this. We'll have this conversation <laughs> later. Off the air, <laughs> right? The first one is they describe all their exes as crazy or speak badly about their exes. Now, the reason I think this is obviously you might hear that and go, well, obviously that's a red flag. But I do think if you've had a bad experience with an ex and you talk badly about an ex, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are a walking red flag. But I just think it's the quantity. If if every single person you've dated is toxic then it's like hang on are you the toxic one are you the are you, there's no smoke without fire yeah what do you think because we've both had exes that both of us bitch about to each other or have done in the past um <laughs> it's not like we talk about the war the that's all we talk about <laughs> that's all we talk about <laughs> but when you've bitched about your ex i haven't gone oh that's a big red flag because i think you've also tempered some of that with going well they're not an awful person and i wasn't perfect because of this and i think you've tempered it with that yeah Context. Context. I think it's context. I think it's it's um, quite revealing about somebody if everything that's bad that's ever happened is somebody else's fault. Yeah. Like I was perfect in a relationship and they were horrendous. Yeah. Like that's just delusional. Yeah. <laughs> because no one's perfect in a relationship and no no one's all bad. And don't get me wrong, there are people who are a hell of a lot worse than others. Yeah. But I think to just say that everybody can't blanche. Yeah. Can't blanche. Can't blanche. Is. Um, is toxic or bad or and they were you know whiter than white saintly yeah and i always think it's a red flag about when you talk about your ex if you're on a first date or even a second date and they bring I, up an ex I disagree. immediately i disagree why i disagree shock <laughs> <laughs> because I, I feel like it, it's sometimes it's a natural thing of especially on a first date because if you were to no hear me out before you weird before you, because it's a natural conversation where someone says, "Oh, do you are you dating a lot? Do you da-? like that's a thing that someone would ask, right? Do you do a lot of dating?" And yeah. then if someone was to go, "This is actually my first date since I broke up," yeah, there's an implication of an ex. Like it's part of who that person is. It's how what- it's done, isn't it? Because yeah, if someone has said, "Oh, you've recently had a breakup," what happened? And someone has asked you, yeah. fine. If, but if, I've if, had if, dates where someone has launched into, and now I don't take any shit from anyone because my ex did this, this, and this, and he was an idiot and didn't. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't ask anything about your ex. Yeah, if you sit down on your first date and go, "Here's the tea, girl." Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a no. Yeah, but if it comes up i feel like it would naturally come up yeah definitely so so i think it would be weird if someone said so what happened with your last relationship and you went ah yeah uh, 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 yeah definitely then that also shows that you're not quite over it because i'd say if they're talking about them then they're probably like that much they're probably not over it but equally if they shut down when you ask them a question about their ex that would also be like oh i don't think you're also if they're talking about them like reverently like I saw that in a sitcom, which I thought was a really good character trait. This woman was divorced and married someone new, but she was also always talking about her ex-husband and going, well, my ex-husband would would buy me champagne, not Prosecco, or my ex-husband would talk about him really fondly. And I was like, I love that toxic character trait. There there was a a Little Britain sketch where... um... David Williams had played, he was a widow mm. and her husband had died. And every time the friends came around and she she go, oh, you know, I'm I'm just going to tidy up. And she go, oh, David used to tidy yeah. up. Do you want a cup of tea? Oh, David used to make <laughs> cups of tea. <laughs> I think it's okay if you're a widow. Do you know yeah, what I quite, mean? It's little, quite understandable. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one is 
they put you down, even in a teasing way, or their humor revolves around putting other people down. <laughs> I feel, Keegan. I feel like that's very pointed. <laughs> I, I feel attacked. I well, feel attacked. I feel like this is why this is an interesting one because it's like, oh, does that mean if your partner or someone you're dating makes a joke at your expense that that means they're toxic? I'd say no. Mm. But it's like, so where is that line? Says, says the browbeaten housewife. Yeah, I'd say no. I'd uh, say no. <laughs> but um, wh where is that line? Why is it okay when you make fun of me? As if you don't ever make fun <laughs> no, of me. I know. And you no, opened I, this no, podcast I... episode with, oh, you've dressed up. <laughs> no, I was laughing at myself then because it made it me sound like, uh, why is it like me challenging you? But what I was going to say is, why is it okay that you make fun of me, I make fun of you, and we've got this mutual understanding? But in another scenario, that could be completely toxic. What is that boundary? Mm, good question come back to me <laughs> i think personally it's because it our relationship wasn't established on that like obviously when we were first dating we might have like taken the mickey a tiny bit but it wasn't anything really personal mm. whereas now we're comfortable with each other and we know that we love each other and i know if keegan makes fun of me and it's like quite a dig that i'm like but i'm not insecure like i know that he loves me and he loves yeah. me for that dig i also Do think you know it I mean? depends what it's about yeah you know, like me going into the kitchen and saying, oh, Joel's not put his mug in the dishwasher again. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then my response is, well, you've not put your mug in the dishwasher. But <laughs> there's a difference between it being something, you know, as mundane as that yeah. is, oh, you look fat. Well, I mean, I think the other day you did grab me and go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which if anyone else, or if past Joel had you know been like more insecure joel would have been mortified but i think with you i just found it funny because i'm aware that i've gained a little bit of weight recently <laughs> yeah if, uh, also if it's off the back of i think you'd spoken you'd yeah. you'd kind of brought it up yeah and said oh you know christmas and da 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 da, da. so then it was like the continuation of yeah, the joke definitely. as opposed to if we were at a dinner party yeah. with all our friends and i just went what about joel <laughs> yeah. if fatty bumba wants another cream cake like that is yeah i think it depends where you are what it's about yeah. joel's not fat by the way like just fyi <laughs> Um, I think that's the other thing as well. Big red flag for me is when your partner makes a joke at your expense in front of other people as a means to sort of show off to other people. That for me is a line and you don't cross that line. Um, not because I've ever told you about it, but because you're a normal human being that respects me. And I wouldn't with you, like maybe with our closest friends. Yeah, we I would. think if everybody, if it's a joke where everybody can be yeah. in on it. Yeah. And, you know, like without, you know, if we were with our friends mm. and, you know, it was a joke about me being stubborn or, yeah. you know, wanting things, being particular. Yeah. Which often comes up and everybody, like, that's everybody's in on it. Yeah. I think it's, it's really not okay when it's with people who a don't know the other person well yeah. so like if i if we were with you know if we were with some of my rugby mates who you were not well and yeah. then I, I started putting you down in front of yeah. them for a laugh from from them mm. that, that that's i think that's bang yeah, out of order definitely so i think it's something that a, everybody can laugh at yeah and relate to and, yeah and and when it's in a relationship yeah it's 
equal because I think it shows a power dynamic. Yeah. And sometimes when you put somebody down. Yeah. And also from my perspective, I'm like, I wouldn't want to feel good about myself at the expense of your yeah. feelings. Like if I did that with my friends, again, like my friends, not our friends. If I was to do it with my friends, I would then feel awful because I'm like, oh, good. I got a, a laugh there, but um, at the expense of making you feel less than or. Yeah, it, it shows a lack of understanding. Yeah. And it also shows a lack of intelligence and ability yeah. to make jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, and I also one last point on this. I do think if someone's sense of humor is constantly putting people down or making fun of people. I think it does show a bit of character flaw there where it's like, oh, you're maybe not a very nice person. You're just a bit nasty. Yeah. Even if it is funny. Yeah. Because it is funny sometimes yeah. slagging people off. Yeah. Like, oh, what's she wearing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's there's a difference between saying it about Joe Bloggs on the TV. Yeah. You know, what someone's wearing on Strictly or something and going, oh. But yeah, if you go, you know, someone's stylist not done a good yeah. job there. Like that's different to someone who you know all the time, yeah. all the time. Pagrins. Constant barrage. Yeah, it's um, it's moder moderation, isn't it? Yeah, and it's not just moderation. It's moderation. It's context. Yeah, it's having a level of emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I think if you don't get that right, it shows a distinct lack of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's the next one? The next one is they rush into a new relationship, or they rush a relationship forward. You Ooh, can put into this like ones. love bombing. Yeah, so let's not say it's not rush into a relationship. It's rush a new relationship forward, skipping through all the stages, love bombing, maybe just being a bit intense. Okay. What um, do you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also only no. those, only the two people in that relationship can judge whether it is rushing it forward. Yeah. I think because what someone might someone might look at us and think we rushed rushed a relationship forward because i moved in with you after like nine ten months some people oh my gosh that's so intense that's so quick yeah. other people might go oh i moved in with my partner after three months yeah no, I know I mean? we've got friends who are moving in together i think they've been together a month yeah and they've been together 18 years now. yeah exactly i think it's it can only be judged by the two people in that relationship yeah but i think i think the issue comes mm. when one person wants to Batten forward with it, yeah, and the other person's like, uh, I want to take it and, slow, and, and then there's someone's not listening, yeah, because you, you, you should be able to, you want to move at the pace that you're both comfortable with, yeah, and sometimes that might mean someone easing off, and that mm. might mean, yeah, someone speeding up. So, I don't think it's necessarily a red flag, I no. think the red flag comes in where it's like you're so blinkered that, yeah, I'm going at this pace. Stay with me or yeah. get off. Get off. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, okay, so now I think we should bring in our first question from one of you guys. Yeah. So this is from Emilio. Take a listen to what Emilio said. Hi, happy, healthy homo. I'm Emilio. And the red flag that I incurred when I was dating, I'm engaged now, was the amount of men that said they were ready for a relationship when indeed, in fact, they had a lot of traumas from past relationships, even traumas in... Um, their family that spread out into themselves that were prohibiting them from actually learning how to love and being controlling and manipulative. And that's the red flag that I have for you. So what do you think of that, Joe? Yeah, I think that's obviously, uh, well, I say obviously, it's obviously a red flag now that Emilio you know says it when it. you know. But if the person you've dated has told you that they're ready for dating, they want a solid relationship, but then their behavior doesn't suggest that. Yeah then it's 
really it's not obvious is it it's it's that thing where if when someone shows you who they are believe them yeah like go off what how people act not what people say you know mm. sometimes people say they want to be in a relationship or they want to be friends and, yeah. and then they don't make an effort mm -hmm. or they want to say you know that they are ready to love and have a reciprocal relationship yeah. Yeah. where you're both you know equal and they say all the right things yeah but then their actions belie that well also wanting it and being ready for it are another matter so maybe what mm. Emilio's experience has been with some of these guys is that they they've been right in like i want a solid yeah. healthy relationship but they don't implement those changes or they don't they're not aware that it needs to be more than just a want you've got to actually then do the yeah. work and learn to love and do all those things yeah like working on yourself therapy better help he needs better help yeah not yeah. Emilio, the other guys <laughs> there, you, there you go seamless yeah um yeah, the thing is, when people come out of relationships, yeah. they don't they don't reflect and look back and think, mm. "What did I? What did I get wrong? What did I get right? What did yeah. I like? What didn't I like?" And they just go straight into the next one. It shows. It goes back to that first point, you know, a lack of emotional intelligence, maturity, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And, you know, I don't know where does that even come from because I'm I feel like that is something that I do naturally with everything, even if, for example, I might. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is about health and fitness. If I've eaten like some gone over my calories for the day and I'm like, oh, I feel really guilty. I'm like, OK, well, let's just think, what have I done well today? Well, I fasted until lunchtime, which is on goal with what I'm trying to do. But then it was undone after dinner when I did eight X, Y, Z, whatever it is. I reflect on it to then help me for next time. Yeah. And I feel like that just comes naturally to someone like me. I feel like it comes naturally to you because you're always about growth and like having a growth mindset and trying to better yourself. Why is someone not like that? It's... Well, there's different ways. I suppose there's different ways people reflect. Mm. I, I, I find it really difficult to just do it all in my head. That's why I journal. Yeah. And I always think that that's like, um, if you're gonna do a maths problem, if you if I actually do it to 10 out of 10, you go, oh, that's 20, I can do that in my head. Mm. But if I said, well, what's 983 add 572, you ha what would you say? You say, can I have a pen and paper? I'd say, stop asking me stupid to work questions. It out. So if you need a pen and paper for a maths problem that's yeah. a little bit more difficult, are you saying that your life is, and your dating, in this case, your dating life is simpler than that, mm. that you can work it all out in your head? Yeah. Nah, man, you need to get it out of your head. Nah, man. Yeah. You need nah, to, man. Nah, man. Well, I think the solution with this as well, in terms of Emilio, is if you're like Emilio as well, it's don't just take people at their word. Like like you've said, their actions will speak louder than their words. And that's, you just never take what people say 
at face value because some some people don't even realize that they're you know being completely hypocritical yeah you, you sometimes yeah sometimes you got to say to someone your behavior mm. is not in line with what you're saying no and until you point it out to some people that's how some people learn yeah uh, which can and and it does it sounds quite confrontational that but it doesn't have to be confrontational no before we move on to the next one just a little reminder to you guys, if you could please subscribe and follow this podcast. If you're listening on an audio platform, you can click follow and that way you'll be updated whenever you release a new episode. If you're on YouTube, please click please click subscribe. Uh, we post videos every single week. The main podcast episodes plus our Helpful Homo series where we answer your questions, problems, queries, things like that. Yeah, we've also got a Patreon channel now, haven't we? We do, yeah. We've we've graduated from memberships on YouTube to a full-blown Patreon account. Yeah, and there is merch on one mm -hmm. of them. We've got mugs. Uh, they, <laughs> they was, didn't arrive. They were supposed to be here for today, so imagine I'm holding a yellow Happy Healthy Homo mug. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's part of one of the Patreon tiers, so check Definitely. that out. And we just wanted to also ask if you guys could review the podcast. I mean, we've had a very thoughtful review over on Apple Podcasts, which I thought maybe, Keegan, you would like to read out. Oh, with my dulcet tones. Can yeah. you pass me? Because I've got my eyes. I think my, I've caught bad eyesight off you. Mm. I've got perfect 2020 vision. Um, okay, let me read this for you. So, Joel and Keegan are probably, in this stage of my life as a 25-year-old gay man living in South Africa, the biggest and best example of how to be a happy, healthy homo just because of their lifestyle values and attitude towards life. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. I started watching Joel way back at the start of 2020 and then started watching Keegan shortly after they started dating. Thank you. Both are such kind souls, and these weekly podcasts are going to be a staple in my day-to-day -day lifestyle to better learn and improve my way of life and getting a better understanding of how to overcome barriers that are or come in my way. Sorry. Thanks for being such amazing role models and only hope for the best with the podcast and other opportunities to come. Hope to meet you guys one day and have a chat over drinks and something to eat. Much love, PG Becker. Oh, that's thank you. I mean, that is a really lovely review. That is review. very, very kind. Very I feel thoughtful. very self-absorbed reading such a lovely comment you out on the podcast. You made me read it. <laughs> You're self-absorbed, not me. You're self-absorbed. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Like reading your reviews and your comments uh, really means a lot. And it really helps the podcast to sort of boost up the charts Some the more five-star reviews we have. So if you wouldn't mind... You, it doesn't have to be as complimentary as PJs, but uh, PG. PGs. Um, but if it, if if you want it to be complimentary, it can be. We don't mind. <laughs> we, we 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 are humble and modest. Yeah. Anyone who says that they're humble and modest yeah. are by definition <laughs> not. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's crack on with the next red flag. Right. So the next one is that your friends or family don't like them. Is that legit concern or is it possible that your friends or family members might have a prejudice towards someone? They might have seen the worst qualities in your partner or are they a good judge of character? And if your friends and family don't like your partner or the person you're dating, should you listen to them? Mm, oh, I, I would want to know why they don't like them. Yeah. Give me your reasons. Give me your reasons. What is that reason? <laughs> what meme is that? Uh, Caddy B. <laughs> um, I think is a big sign. I mean, with my ex... None of my friends liked him. I mean, in the moment they pretended to, they'd spend time with him. It was only that, after that's breaking a, that's up. a friend red flag? Well, yeah. After I broke up, they were like, oh, thank God I hated him. And it was like, oh, I wish you could have told me that in the moment. I think it's difficult, though. It is difficult as a friend mm. to say to your friend, I think your partner's an asshole. Yeah. I know someone who did that with his, his best friend. Yeah. They, uh, and they split. He split. So start again. So I know two best friends. One of them, mm -hmm. one of them's boyfriend wasn't particularly nice to the friend. They mm -hmm. split up. 
So said best friend told him how much he hated him. He also told the the ex that he hated him and why, and he's treated his friend badly, blah, 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 blah. A couple of months later, got back together, now married. And, I mean, it's all fine. Yeah. But... That is a bit awkward, isn't it? I, <laughs> um, and <sighs> it can't, but it also shows that it it can come good. Yeah. As sometimes people get off on the wrong foot yeah. and they, they see things and, and also people mm. can change and it's a difficult one. I always think when other people are involved in your relationship, mm. whether it's parents, friends, that is a red flag. Yeah. You know, if someone kept going, well, I spoke to Joe Bloggs about mm. our relationship. I love that, Joe Bloggs. Joe Bloggs. <laughs> um, I think that was a brand of t-shirts back in like the 90s. Was it? Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Random pub quiz knowledge there. Uh, I think I had one. It was like flannelly. Okay, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, if people are involving people in the relationship, I think that's... Yeah. People do it with parents a lot, which I think is really yeah. weird. Well, I've had that where I know of people that talk to their parents about everything their partner does, including, like, mainly the bad things. They, like, bitch yeah. about their partner to their parents. And then no wonder their parents hate their partner. Because yeah, it's that, like, well, you only talk to think. me about the negative things. Because pe- people don't see... You don't see what goes on behind closed doors. No. Um, and if you're just, you know, we've all seen how the traitors works. Yeah. Misinformation of a minority yeah. affects a majority. Yeah. That's what that is. Exactly. But I do think it's a good rule of thumb that if you are close to your friends and if, your family and they are good people, <laughs> if they don't like your partner, if, there if, is something wrong no there. There's no smoke without fire. No. But I would also be aware of I caused this. You know, if I was going, oh, Joel does this and Joel does that. Yeah. And Joel did this and Joel said that. Yeah. Then... That's my fault. That's on you. They yeah, they don't like you. Yeah. So don't you dare speak badly about me. All right. <laughs> um, what about if anyone plays hard to get? Your first dating, they're playing cat and mouse. They, uh, If anyone plays that, or I'm not dating anymore. If anyone played that game with me, I'd be like, nah, you're not for me. Like, it's sexy to show that you're interested in somebody. I, it's, I want to be wanted. It's not <laughs> the 70s. Yeah. Like... <laughs> things have moved on and yeah. also I don't have time for games time for that like yeah. are you interested or are you not keep it moving keep Richard. it moving just like this podcast keep it moving next one height preferences on dating profiles oh my gosh that for me is a big red flag it's A everybody's the same line down <laughs> exactly yeah B get a grip yeah. of yourself like if you are that shallow that you only date guys six foot and above or smaller guys, like that is ridiculous. <laughs> just, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because it's so preposterous. And it there'll is. be people who watch this and go, "Oh well, it's easy for you. You're <laughs> six foot four. Blah 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 blah. You've like it's ridiculous. It's, it's the weird. The other side of that coin is it's weird to fetishize people based on how tall they are. That's just well, an odd behavior. Because also, it, this is also where preference and prejudice comes into it. Because for example. I'm really glad that I've ended up with someone taller than me. I prefer that. However, I've dated plenty of guys who are shorter than me and I've gone, oh, I would prefer, I like being the shorter one. I don't know why, I just do. And, but like one ex, I remember I used to, and cause he used to be annoyed that he wasn't taller than me cause he likewise wanted <laughs> to be taller than me. So when we'd walk around in the Soho, I would walk on the, on the road <laughs> and he would walk on the pavement just to make the height difference a bit more in his favor. And but I didn't then go right. I'm never dating anyone I know that it, is. I know it is a th- under. I know it is a thing for people who are not taller, and this is why a lot of people take steroids because they want to be bigger and they want to have a bigger presence. Mm. And for whatever reason, 
and I get, I, I understand it is a thing for people. But not to the extent where you rule out everyone that yeah. is under six I'd foot. I'd also look at why that's important to you. Yeah. Like what's going and on And also there. why six foot and not five foot 11? Yeah, yeah. why is that? Uh, yeah. is, does one inch make a difference? Now yeah. some people will say well. it does. Do you know what though? I think that this is not just a gay thing. Because I'm like, oh, I think it's gays that say no one under six foot. Apparently it happens in the straight world a lot as well. I think we should, I think it's probably where we could do a podcast episode on this. Yeah, on, just on, on height. On height, because it's... But I d- yeah, maybe I'm saying this from a privileged position, but I feel like I've had it the other way, like as if my life's super easy because I'm six foot four. Yeah. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not. No, he can't fit through doorways, guys. Trousers. I can fit through doorways. Doorways are six foot six. Um, uh, you but, did, you struggled in my mini when I used to have a mini. Yeah. He used to be I sat mean, there like the, this. There's, there's lots of different elements. Anyway, it's not what was me like, no. but I just think... It, I, yeah, big red flag. Yeah, big red flag. This one I'm not so sure on, although I, I do err on this. I think it's a personality thing. Being hyper-focused. If someone's hyper-focused on socialising and their social life, basically living for the weekend, it's like can't wait till Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then like that, I understand to me, is a personal preference of I don't live for the weekend. I live for every day. Oh <laughs> and I, I know, it's so crazy. But I don't. I'm not hyper-focused on having a social life. I don't need to be texting my friends every day. I don't need to be seeing my friends every weekend. However, if you are a really social person, I could see that that would be important to you. Yeah, so the the red flag is being hyper-focused on socialising. Yeah, if you're that obsessed with social life and friends. But what it depends what your social life consists of. Mm. If your social life consists of getting on the lash, taking loads of drugs, going out, if that's what you consider your social life, yeah. Then, yeah. But if your social life is, you know, I've got a CrossFit class, or I've got, a, yeah, you know, we go to a book club, or I go see my family, yeah, or like I think there's there's elements to it. And again, like I said, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Some people are quite, you know, just you know, like we like being in our own little bubble, don't yeah. we? And we like, you know, where it's just me and you, or it's the kids, and mm-hmm. on occasion we'll go see people. Yeah. Whereas some people prefer it the other way around. And I suppose yeah. that that's a compatibility. I think that's a compatibility thing rather yeah. than a red flag thing. I think so. I think it's only a red flag if you are at odds with these two things. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, if you well, you I, w- both... I wouldn't I wouldn't say red. I wouldn't say red because fl- for me, red flag means something universal. Universal, yeah. yeah. Whereas I would just say that's a comp- compatibility yeah. issue. Compatibility. Okay. Is it a red flag if somebody's overly close to their parents? Because you know where people go, like it might be in the straight world, for example, maybe a girl feels threatened because she's like, oh, he's really close to his mum. I think that's a bit weird. I actually think that this is a green flag in some ways. I think it could overstep the mark, but what do you think? Well, you're very close to your mum and dad. Yeah. And I'm not (laughs) close to my parents at all. And I think when we first started... Going out, I was like, oh, don't. I think I was, I was like, I don't, I don't know about that. Mm. That's is that, but then I kind of looked at me and I was like, and I, and what it was is it's just very different from yeah. the fact that you like your family yeah. and you get on with them and you want to spend time with them mm. is actually a really lovely thing. Yeah, um, just because that's not what I'm used to or how, or how I operate. Yeah, I'd like to spend time with my friends chosen family with yeah. you and i like spending time with your family as well yeah really lovely um but I th- so i think that was something that i had to 
challenging myself rather I yeah. think you should always challenge something in yourself first like why am I feeling why like am this? I feeling like this is what's, it because of me is it a me thing or is yeah. it a, or is it an odd thing yeah um, and don't get me wrong it can be odd definitely I think if someone's oversharing with their parents they, they say that their parents are their best friend like all these things I think that is a little bit odd their parents unhealthy. are their best friends I know I don't think any parent should be someone's best friend no However, who am I to judge? But I think it shows... You've just judged I know. <laughs> My favourite thing is judging someone and then going, but who am I to judge? It wouldn't do for us all to be the it same. It wouldn't do for us all to be the same. Um, but I think it shows that someone is kind and caring. Like this example that I saw online was saying that if someone is conscious of their parents, is interested in their parents' lives, is that actually shows the quality of that person, surely, because you're like, oh, they're a kind, caring person, and they take an interest in their family and friends. They're yeah. not just like, oh, I haven't spoken to my mum for like pff, two months. Oh, I haven't been home and visited in like six months. It's like, not that people might have reasons for that. And that is totally fine. But to tell people that it's a red flag because they're close to their family is just absurd. Yeah, again, I think it's down to context, isn't it? Yeah. Context and what's going on. But no, I don't think in and of itself it's a red flag. What about quick, responsive texting? You text someone within a minute, they've texted you back. Is that a red flag or is it just an ick for some people? <laughs> <laughs> and saying ick is an ick. You're saying ick. Keegan hates the word ick. Oh, it, yeah, I just, it really gets. But this is where it, it comes to like playing things cool and, and trying to play. I think when people have, are saying that someone's replying quite quickly, they're being responsive and communicative. Uh, no. It's I like, also, why? Sometimes I think that, can, especially in the early days of a relationship, where it's exciting, yeah, and you text in, and you sometimes, you know, tick tick blue, tick tick blue, yeah, we, tick, we, tick we, blue. We, we early doors, we would text each yeah. other locks. Obviously, you were in London, and mm. I was up north, and it was nice where you would just and you'd lose half an hour because yeah. you just uh, and it's back and forth. And I mean, our friends were like, "Can you get off your phone? Can you get off your phone." <laughs> um, but I think that's a nice. I think that's a nice thing. Early doors, I, mm. I feel like it can be a bit. Um, I, th I would say more of a red flag is if you text and you, someone doesn't reply and they're going, why aren't you replying? Yeah. Have I done something wrong? Yeah. What's going on? Then I'd be like, whoa. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, I'm not obliged to text anybody back no. on anybody else's schedule other than my own. Yeah. So Yeah, I had that. I blocked someone instantly. We just traded numbers <laughs> on Tinder. And then he sent a message. And it was a sad block, really. I had to use my... Because he was a gym... A personal trainer and he was very very attractive but i was like he's toxic straight away because he replied i didn't reply for 20 minutes and he was he was like i don't like being ignored and i was like yeah, oh flag. my gosh and i just blocked him because yeah, i was flag. and it was a sad block because as i said attractive <laughs> but i was like no because i could see where that uh, you are a controlling do. person yeah red flag yeah good block thank you um and the final one is it a red flag if somebody's never been in a long-term relationship before or not having dated many people before. Is that a red flag? Because we get questions about this all the time, don't we? No. Not no, we don't get questions about it. No, I mean, no, 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 I don't think it is a red flag. No, I don't think it is. I, think... I mean, I'd never been in a long-term relationship, anything longer than six months before dating you. Yeah. Whereas you'd had a relationship that spanned a few years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think... Like... Sounds like I don't have anything else to say, but I think it comes down to context. You know, if someone's if someone's fifty years old mm -hmm. and they've never been in a long term relationship, but they're a gay man who lives in you know the sticks of America of the Bible Belt in America, yeah. then you kind of go, yeah, I get that. 
that's going to be quite difficult to yeah. maintain a long But if they've been out since they're 25, they live in New York City, <laughs> you're like, yeah, well, why? Why? But then they might go, well, I've not met the right person. Mm. And, you know, we, it's a case of meeting the right person who's right for you yeah. at the time as well. So even that doesn't necessarily need to be a red flag. I mm. would suggest if I've gone, I'm going off topic a little bit here that if someone's um everybody they meet they're constantly going i, I can't meet one single person that's the right person yeah uh, that'd be going mm, why yeah are you you're either attracting the wrong type of people mm. you're advertising the wrong kind of stuff or are you are you standards like yeah ridiculously and i, I remember my friends saying to me i used to say that the this perfect person well the perfect person doesn't exist perfect's the wrong word but a person who ticks all the boxes yeah doesn't i remember when like, like i was dating and it was like that person doesn't exist and one, my best friend was going they do exist and i said it's like a unicorn you, you, people think they exist but they don't exist and he's like they do exist you just got to hold out mm. and, and maintain your standards and lo and behold the unicorn the, is here the unicorn <laughs> appeareth um yeah so sometimes it is a case of you just if especially if your standards are really really high which everybody should have high standards yeah don't settle yeah uh, but there's a difference between settling and settling down well definitely and if that person has spent their singledom with learning to love themselves bettering themselves yeah doing some work on themselves yeah, absolutely. then i would say that that's a good thing if that person hasn't then maybe it's a bad thing but maybe not maybe they just are enjoying being single yeah and people should explore their youth and the sexuality in a way that works for them. Yeah. For some people, that's being passed around like a bag of Doritos. Oh, for some people, that's, you know, living, you know, like Jerry Alliwell with a self-help book under arm and a yoga mat under the other. Yeah. It's, you you do you, sis. Yeah. But, I, again, I, yeah, I think it's, in and of itself, it's not a red flag. No. Again, context. Have you got any red flags? No, I'm completely green. Yeah, <laughs> and a bit beige, and a bit beige. A lot. Uh, if uh, loungewear, and um, I'll tell you what, your it's not a beige flag. It's I don't know what color flag it is. If I had to sum Joel up in one word, it would be Huger. Huger. Yeah, I'd say books, plants, animals, comfy clothes, hot drinks, hot drinks, food in general. Yeah, very Huger. Joel. Dog walks, pub lunches. Yeah, very. Ugh. Joel is very Huger. I'd say you are, though. Yeah. You're not as Huger as I am, but you are still... <laughs> People are going, what's Huger? What's Huger? My dad didn't know what that was. It's a Danish word. Yeah. And like apparently cozy... there's no equivalent in any other language. No. It's like cosy, friendly. But you'd sum it up with like candles, blankets. Friends. Yeah. Um, it's a Danish thing. But anyway, like thank bacon. you for that. <laughs> okay, well, as always, let's finish off this episode with our No FOMO Homo, where we like to give you guys a personal recommendation of something that we've enjoyed or are enjoying currently. So this is something that's free. Yeah. doesn't cost anything. Mm -hmm. Joel and I went on a walk that was really local to us that we didn't know was there. Mm -hmm. um, and it was Bronte sister country. And it was to the farmhouse that inspired Wuthering Heights. Yeah. yeah the Earnshaw mm -hmm. estate, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm not saying go on that walk, 
but the no formal homo recommendation is have a look at walks in yeah. your local area because this walk Amazing. was beautiful wasn't it yeah it was like a six mile walk we took the dogs took us a couple of hours on a sunday afternoon and it was a 30 minute drive from our house and it was there and we, when we drove we were like i we and i'm local mm. and i was like i never knew this was here yeah so just get out yeah i mean get obviously if house. you're in central london it might be a bit more than no there's still you can drive to walks. richmond park or yeah, get public transport nice, like yeah putney heath was lovely yeah love it um there. so yeah i think local walks yeah if you're based in the south of england there was a really good website that i used to use called fancy free walks and it was basically surrey wiltshire hampshire all the southern sort of yeah. uh, counties and it would plot the walks it would tell you how difficult it was how muddy it was how accessible incline. The incline. and it would also tell you where the stops were so it, it would tell you like oh there's a pub three miles in where you could stop for a drink and then mm. continue here and it had photos of all the public footpaths yeah. so you could never get it wrong and sometimes you end up walking through people's back gardens because it was a public footpath a public right of way but you'd never know that that was a public right of way because it felt wrong <laughs> or you're walking through a farmer's field and you're like are we going to get shot but you're not because it is a public right of way yeah so google local walks yeah like i just googled yorkshire walks i love that our recommendation this week is walk walk yeah walk. it's good good for your mental health which yeah. we've been talking a lot about and it's good for your physical health as well well, talking of mental health, don't forget to check out BetterHelp. We've got a 10% off discount for you guys. So click the link in our description on YouTube or in our show notes if you're listening to this and you can get 10% off. You can email us hello at happyhealthyhomo.com if you've got anything to say or if you want to send us a video. Send us a video. Yeah. Remember our next episode that we're going to be recording is on travel. Mm -hmm. So any questions, statements, comments around that. Yeah. Um, if you want a message from me and Joel as well, we've also got a cameo. That's yeah. a new thing. We've had a few people request cameos and we weren't on there. So we're now on there under Keegan and Joel. So just Or if you want some more generic stuff, there's Patreon. So check us out yeah. on there. And we'll um, see you next week, guys. We'll wrap it up there. But yeah, you'll notice that this episode has been a bit longer that was something that some of the feedback that we had so let us know that you've enjoyed it um, because if you want less Keegan and Joel we'll show yeah <laughs> but thank you for listening thank you for watching uh, stay safe guys and yeah. we'll see you soon see you soon bye, bye. ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.